This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hey, what's up? It's your boys, the Basement Bookers Podcast. Don't forget to smash that like and subscribe or whatever. <laughs> is that what they do on YouTube? This it is, is what they YouTube. do on <laughs> It's usually a lot louder, a lot more visual. Yeah, but also, if you like run into this podcast... And well, there's get, usually more of an intro. Subscribe. In, there's usually a bit of an intro into what this particular episode is going to be about. A little bit of introduction of... The person, like, what up, it's your boys, the Basic is Podcast, you know, here we are every week, blah, 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 you know, talk about it, all things wrestling. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button so you get, so you always find out when we're live, when we post, and this week we're talking about TakeOver, what's it called? It's not Valentine's Day Massacre, which I wish, it's Vengeance Day, that's the one. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe they didn't want to... Mr. I make excuses for them. They're a publicly traded company. Every time I have, I say anything about anything they do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you answer your own question. That's why they're not doing like a St. Valentine's Day massacre or whatever. Don't but they like, have that? They they were doing St. Valentine's. They were a publicly traded company when they had they, that pay-per-view also. I know. What, you know. What if somebody's like, hey, maybe I should have my own massacre. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for people. Uh Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know, like, usually I'm the one to bring up the whole publicly traded thing. I only bring it up to mock you. Oh, okay. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. I did get you. you how does that How got, does that feel? You got me. You got me. You got me. All right. Good. Good. I'm glad that I, I, I did. Um. Okay. What well, we're not going to be getting well. for a while are these hands. You know why? Because Braun Strowman's hurt again. He has a blood infection. Since last weekend, apparently, He's, he announced this on social media on Thursday. Uh, says it caused him to lose 15 pounds in five days. I, I, I regardless of that, I still think we don't want to get whatever he has. Uh, he says he can't eat, and quote, all my joints are all swollen and inflamed. But he adds that the antibiotics he's been given seem to be working, and he's feeling better. Flame on. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, I know someone's going to get a kick out of that in like 11 months when she listens. Uh, it's a safe bet she's never going to listen to this podcast ever again. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Wrestling Observer noted that Hikaru Shida has been off TV because she's in Japan helping with the production of the Japanese half of the women's title tournament, whatever they're calling it. So, I, I don't remember what they're calling it. That's half news and half I assume that was that's what was happening. Yeah, I, I didn't know that she was like helping to pr- helping to like produce it. So that's cool. Yeah, but Riho is coming back. That's how Cornette says it. But Riho's going to be on next week. So that's something. Cool. I guess she came back to the States. Because I think that's an um, American match that they're doing. Is she fighting here? or they do? I think I saw a flag, American I can, flag. I can look up the brackets in a, right now. Let me see. If you could be quick with it. Because like, you should probably have that ready. It's news, right? Yes. Images. Let me bigify this here. All right. On the U.S. side is Riho versus Serena Deeb. That's going to be an awesome match. Maybe. On Serena Deeb's end, yes. 
I don't know how good Riho is. Is she good? Or do they tell me she's good and she's good? Is she good because Kenny Omega told me she's good? Or is she good? I don't remember. See, I, like her, I like her better than Hikaru Shida. Keep in mind, she's been wrestling since she's like 11 or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, and she's like, what, 19? Nah, she's in her 20s. Okay, so it's not like she's been wrestling 30s. since she was 11 and she's 40. Like <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, so, I, I have very high hopes for that match. I know that Serena Deeb could have a great match with a broomstick. But, looking at that half of the card, uh, I think the only other match that will be almost as good is Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa. Yeah. The rest of that side is Ty Conti versus Nia Rose. Layla Hirsch versus Thunder Rosa was on Wednesday. Did you okay. not see it? Uh, I did. I'm just. Looking I thought at you the, watched AEW. I'm just looking at the brackets as they started. So I know you probably shouldn't say it like you didn't see it, because you did. That did you say that was a good match? I'm trying to talk <laughs> before I think because it's kind of a slow process. I'm old. Sure. Sure. Yes. Because <laughs> you're old. <laughs> We're. What are you, 40? Yes. That's not bad. Almost that's that's not an excuse. My I'm wife is down. sharp as ever. And she's I just call, she's... It's called uh, COVID fog. Yeah, okay. Residual. It's real. Oh, here we go. Anyway. Look at that. You're better than that. You're gonna... <laughs> the last <laughs> match or the last match on the bracket for the U.S. side is Britt Baker versus Anna Jay. Oh. Damn. That means Anna J is not gonna win. Uh, let's see. And on the Japan side, we have. I'm only gonna mention the ones that I know. I mean, you don't have to, cause you probably will read their names all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's why I'm doing like that. You're not like me. I don't care. I'll just read it as is. I'm not like I don't know. <laughs> so Aja Kong is in it. And we know her from back in the day. Is she related to Awesome Kong? No. Okay. Uh, Veni versus Emi Sakura. Veni Probably is... Sakura. Could be. I don't know. Um, I read that Veni is also transgender. So, if her and Nyla Rose go to the finals, then you got two transgender... A guaranteed transgender facing. Um, wow. Can you just? <laughs> I don't know. You're like. Stuck. I'm obviously talking before I'm thinking. You were fine last weekend. This fog wasn't a uh, an attribute to this. Yeah, I don't know. I'm closing this. I'm not, I don't want to look at that anymore. <laughs> I think that's the uh, best thing I could do here. I guess so. Oh, that was painful. How painful of, was it? Well, not as painful as Nia Jax's missed leg drop from Appa Raw. I guess she's fine. Like I don't but even know what all. I guess that at was the about. time she wasn't. I guess it hurt. Like maybe, like it's it's she probably did hurt the hole, and it was like it's one of those things where like you have, you never got hurt, and you're like I think something's broken or whatever. That's but. just a weird thing to say. Maybe she wanted to go viral. Maybe, but either way. Because so... I think if she got the X-Pac tear, she wouldn't have been on SmackDown on Friday doing a bit. Like, she took a bump. Yeah. 
Which which uh, makes me think that it, it's a work. I don't know if it was. I think it started as like she was probably more hurt than she thought she was. And she's fine. Because first she said my butt. And then louder, I guess because they switched to a more nearby camera, she, she screamed my hole. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so the founder of a bidet brand, Tushy, has offered her some free products and a position as an ambassador. I mean, a bidet is, it's the, uh, it's the sign of wealth, honestly, I think. I think it's really a sign of Europeanism. No, it's a sign of wealth. Like, if you have a bidet, props to you, man. You get your butt cleaned all nice and stuff. Way better than any, like, toilet paper or wipe can do. That's awesome. Have you ever used one? Yep. It's the best. Really? It was a long time ago. It's actually the first time I've seen it is my grandfather's house. Hmm. Actually, I don't know if he was tech. I don't remember. Did was he just like my grandmother's boyfriend or whatever? Or were they? I don't remember. Anyway, the point is he had a bidet because he had built his house. And I'm like, yo, this is this is incredible. Hmm. This is the most amazing thing for my 12-year-old butt. <laughs> now, did, you need a, t- a whole towel situation afterwards, right? Uh, I don't recall. Because it's water. So yeah, but I it's imagine... not like it was like a fire hydrant. You know, I feel like to get a proper clean, it's got to be more than a little squirt gun. No, it's not going to be like the dollar store squirt gun. I'm thinking like, like a hose, but like, not crazy. Because you know, it's a, it's not huge, huge. You know, it's just. Mm. Listen, it's good to have a bidet. <laughs> I, uh, so I, I know a large part, uh, large global population have them and use them outside of America. Yeah, um, it's just not commonplace in them. Right. So I, I'm literally just ignorant on this whole process. So I'm not fully convinced of its viability compared to the alternatives. Like, obviously, the alternative being toilet paper is. Not as good for the environment. Duh. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as good for the sanitation system. Maybe saves a little bit of water. But I I don't know. It's. I feel like it's a messy industry to get yourself into. Let's just say that. Last bit of news for now. Basically, as long as nothing else pops up on the dirt sheets before we finish recording. Uh, Eric announced on Twitter that his wife, Sarah Logan, gave birth to their son this past Tuesday, named Raymond Cash Rowe. Glad he's got a normal name. Gotta say, the latest uh, string of baby names that's happened. Uh, also announced on all over social media, including retweets by WWE's official Twitter account, Mia Yim and Keith Lee are now engaged. So, congrats all around. We'll be right back with the divorce. Ha! So, uh... <laughs> anyway. Yep. So, we already mentioned that we have NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. This Sunday. Live on pay-per-view on the WWE Network. 
Amazing. Yeah, the award-winning WWE Network. Yeah, they won nine ninety nine or whatever. I don't know what award, but they won an award. Um, so let's just take a quick look at these matches. We got for the North American Championship: Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Kushida seems to have had Johnny's number lately, but Johnny is certainly going to have the way on his side. Whey protein or the group? Maybe both. Because if he's taking, they need to test him then because he might have, there might be Mexican supplements in that whey protein. Hmm. Well, it's, I, I think he's That's how they got on... John Jones. Really? Like, um, he, I, they, well, it was theorized that like maybe, I don't know if it was him or somebody, but like that they cut the whey protein with like some kind of like, um steroid or whatever that's crazy yeah right like so like the manufacturer did it or it was done at home like the plant i think because it's like i don't know how rogan explained it but like they have to cut it with something Mm -hmm. and it's like you you could there could be you know accidents happen or whatever so like oh we accidentally dropped some steroids into it no like say they're mixing the vat like the vats they use Mm mm-hmm like maybe something in there before they mix the other stuff, like residual, whatever. Hmm. Maybe I don't know. I'm talking out my memory, which is better than yours, but not better than anybody else's. Yeah, but you at least for I'll uh, listen to the Joe Rogan episode yourself, presumably. So yeah, I try. I trust your memory of a legit podcast. Not to say we're not legit. I'm just saying it was like two years ago. So I mean yeah. a year ago. So it's like I don't know. Actually, wait till yeah. I, I don't know what time time passes differently. <laughs> the the past year is a blur. I've been mm. working from home for eleven months, and I don't want to go back. Obviously. Yeah, no one wants to. Um, so I don't. I feel like it should be the manufacturer's responsibility to make sure that there is. Zero point zero 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 chance of anything, any kind of contamination like that happening. Uh-huh. A because, like you said, like these guys compete. So, for it to like, how much showed up? Like, how much residual was left in there that actually showed up in his piss or blood? You know what I'm saying? Like. At that point, I feel like it's not residual. It's, all right, someone took a clump of whatever the substance is. I don't know if it comes in powder form or whatever the fuck. And put it into this one jar of whey protein powder mix. I think that it's like one of those things where it's like any trace. So it could be like the smallest thing gets picked up. You get... You get popped for it. That's fine. But I think at the same time, the because presumably it was picked up by the State Athletic Commission who administers the tests. Or maybe it was picked up by UFC. I don't know. Um, but they should announce to the public, like, say, listen, it was like one part per trillion. So it doesn't look like it was any sort of intentional on his part, it looks like it was probably just residual from something else or whatever. And that shouldn't necessarily exonerate him. But at least it would tell people, we don't think he was cheating, but it was in his system, so we can't allow him to compete or whatever the case is. 
Also, I don't trust Johnny wrestling with anything. <laughs> that kid is juicing. I don't care who he hangs out with, who he surrounds himself with. It's only a matter of time before they finally catch up to that dastardly fellow. You think Johnny's yeah. juicing? He's, he's, he's doing something. He's using Viagra. Maybe he's doing blow. I don't know, but there's something shady about that guy. Hmm. The look on his face, he's a very shady-looking person. I wonder, maybe somebody finally figured it out, and they're like, you know what, this guy's a heel. That's like, yeah, you're evil, bro. You can't do this anymore. Hmm. You know, maybe maybe one time he, like, you know, he did some things, you know. He's a guy. He's got something. He's hiding something. Imagine, like, two weeks later, they're like, well, another news. Nah. <laughs> A body was found buried under Johnny Gargano's mailbox. <laughs> His wife was quoted as saying, this is not the way. Uh, I think, uh, I kind of don't know what to think with this match. He'll win, probably. I, li- I like that NXT is a little less predictable than Raw and SmackDown. Well, he has a fake injury. So is the story's going to be Kushida trying to work the arm like it's, you know, the it's, weak it's, point, and it, it's not. His left arm, which has an X-ray X-ray of R for, wait, what did he say it was for? Real, that's right. Um, has four fractures in it, which is insane. Yeah, he had said something. Oh, he's like, why don't we, you know, just no, let me just recover. We could do a beautiful day promo. It'd be great. Hmm. You didn't catch that part. Beautiful day promo, no. Back in the day, like, I can't even, re- like, think of a wrestler, but, like, I forgot who it was when I first saw it. They're, like, they were making a comeback or whatever, or they'll do, like, a video of them working out and stuff, and it'll be to that song playing in the background. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I hate that song, so I blocked all that shit out of my memory, which is very easy because I find it very difficult to remember shit, as you and every listener we have knows. Like, it doesn't matter to me if Kushida wins or if Johnny wins for that one. It's like, okay, I guess, fine, whatever. You know, it's like... Yeah, John, Johnny has a lot on his side, uh, so I think he'll win by nefarious means. So I, it's... Um, Triple H had yeah. a beautiful day video. Because mm. <laughs> he, the quad injury. Mm. I hate that song. I hate that song so much. You mentioned you want to tell everybody. I, I want to stop thinking about it. Uh, moving on, I am going to... I don't know why, why they have this weird order... Here. I always I feel like I always comment on the order on Wikipedia. Um, so let's talk about MSK versus the grizzled young veterans for the men's Dusty Classic Finals. Oh, uh, I'd give it to grizzled young veterans. They've been doing it a lot longer uh, than the guys, the other guys. That just came in, and I don't care about, and that's not their fault. It's just me. Like I hear that I, I don't know. People hype stuff up, and it's like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So that's one of those I don't get it. Like I didn't. I find them not as. I like uh, grizzled young veterans, like as a personal taste. So agreed and agreed, and you'll see that two words describe MSK. Flippy shit. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, I don't care about that stuff. It's like I'm. You're awesome at that. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people awesome it's like, at that. It's like I'm gonna stand by this guy's feet and do a moonsault, uh, do a shooting star press. But you, you're gonna push me from where I'm leaping, which is by his feet, 
to where I land on his chest. Like, it's, why? It's one of those things where it's kind of like not, not their fault. It's like if this was before where we were like not used to seeing stuff like this, mm-hmm. then oh, this is this is amazing. But it's like we are used to that stuff. Like that's like the norm. You know, that's not like everybody and their mother does like can do like a jump to the outside or a flip off the top rope thing. Like you got guys like Roman Reigns doing stuff like that. Come on, son. Like you're not doing anything new. But like with with characters, it's like it's hard to dismiss that because the grizzled young veterans they've been around for a while and they're like NXT UK stuff is great. Like, yeah, I Liver Liverpool's own number one or whatever. Yeah, in my readings today, I found out that they actually had a wrestling school that they had to close like, uh, like a couple weeks ago. They were running their own wrestling school. Well, I mean, they, it, they know what's going over on over in England. So yeah, they, they like Zach Gibson and James Drake. I'm still not fully. I need. I think I need more background or more another layer to the James Drake character. Because to me, he just he just looks like crazy caveman guy. <laughs> Next to Zach Gibson, who is the mouthpiece and very good in the ring. The thing that they do... so Also uh, a weird-looking dude, which helps. Yeah. And, like, his, um... He had, he had a shirt that had, like... Uh, where was uh, his... Just, like, the outline or whatever, like, of his face. And it had, like, a number or something written on the forehead. So mm-hmm. that would just enhance the, like, Charles Manson-esque kind of character. But I still need... I need depth. Like... He doesn't talk because Zach Gibson has to, and Zach because Zach Gibson does, so he doesn't have to. And Zach Gibson is just so great on the mic that James Drake never talks. But that's to James Drake's detriment now because we're just never hearing from him. And he's, like, in a lot of eyes, I guess mine, and I can't be the only one, he's like Zach Gibson's partner. You know, he's just, he's the guy they paired with Zach Gibson to form a tag team. I feel like you're talking about Marty Jannetty. You're about to fight yourself in the Chattahoochee River, bro. You better be careful. <laughs> I'm sure there are plenty of rivers like that over in the UK. But, like, I I can see more. Like, James Drake is good in the ring. He just doesn't stand out at all other than being, like, a little psycho-looking. I need more. I want, I want another layer to his character. I want, for whatever reason, maybe have a, a fake injury to Zach Gibson's throat where he can't talk, and then James Drake has to talk. Let us get to know what James Drake is about. I think you need to see more of this stuff, because I think he does talk. He's just not as good. That's pro- you know, that's probably it, because Zach Gibson is so damn good on the mic. Yeah. So I want, I want, I want, I want to talk about like the in-ring things that bug me, briefly. And okay. This well, match this is a wrestling podcast. This is a place for you to do it. Yeah. So, and this match is pretty much exactly why I want to talk about this. So, flippy shit. Now that shooting star press thing, where one pushes the other one into it. Cool. Why? <laughs> what is? What's the difference between that and uh, just doing the shooting star, doing the standing shooting star press? Like, it looks cool. Maybe do it once. Maybe like if maybe if the guy's in position, you start the jump. The guy moves out of position, and your partner pushes you onto him in his new position. C- 
cool. That, you know, that's an effective use of that. It's It serves a purpose. The push, the way they do it, doesn't serve a purpose. I think it makes sense the way you just said it. Like, the fact you answered it with, it looks cool. That's, like, unfortunately the deepest answer that they could probably come up with. And I'm, and I'm sure that's it. And I hate that because it doesn't make the move any more impactful. Right. There's no reason for it other than looking cool. And that's the shit that bugs me. Yeah. that, that I think that's pretty much you in a better way than I was trying to say, like pretty much we're in agreement because i'm like if that's why i think people miss out like oh how come how come this doesn't get a push he sold this and it's like yes but so are a lot of other people and they their personalities make up for the fact that they can't do a 470 69 splash or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. off the top rope into the announcer's desk off the wrestlemania sign or whatever it's Hmm. like you know what I'm saying? Although that would be a miracle, but yeah, you, that that you know my point that I'm making here. I was being, I was using hyperbole. Yes, but but it's like it, that's why there's no like there's not gonna be The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin because people are spending less. A lot of people are spending less time on stories and stuff and being characters and more on like fancy dancy moves, which is why I think a lot of people just don't survive. The, the move mm-hmm. from like NXT to WWE. Yeah, and so NXT, I think so They that's where they train the indie talent to wrestle the WWE style. Um, I wonder if they should focus a little more on in-ring psychology. Now, I know they have coaches to sort of coach them, but maybe it should maybe like anytime a coach and, wow, I, I feel like I'm about to sound like an old man here. Uh, you are. You just you said that earlier that you are, so you are an old man. You can't but, go back. like, I, I feel like any time one of the coaches sees something like that that doesn't make sense, it's like the coach should ask him, why do you do that move like that? How, how, does that, how is that more impactful on your opponent? Oh, it's not. It just looks cool. Great. Maybe do it once in a while, not every match. Yeah. Like, really not all the time. It's almost like they... Like, going to the well is, like has more than one meeting. Like, yeah. you, went, you went to the well too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. yeah. Like, save it for... I don't know, for, for like when your opponent's not expecting it. Which I don't see how you could even do that because the setup requires your opponent to already be on the ground. Mm-hmm. So you could just... All you gotta do is either do it by his chest or by his feet. If you're by his chest, then you just do the shooting star press. If you're by his feet, move to his chest. Move up the person and do it. Do you think you don't have time? Well, if you don't have time, don't just don't do the fucking move. Stomp on his leg. <laughs> yeah. Attack what you have access to. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. On the other He's side not of the coin, much. <laughs> on on the other side of the coin, or on the other side of this match, um, Gibson and Drake have this. They do this thing that, literally, before that they did it, I had never seen it. Where if one of them is about to get thrown into the turnbuckle, Irish whipped, the other one 
jumps on top of the turnbuckle so that their partner hits them instead of the turnbuckle, saving the person that gets whipped from that bit of back pain. It's kind of cool. Something different. I've never seen it before. Yeah, I feel like at least like the first time I saw it, I was like, what was that? I literally had no idea what had happened because it wasn't explained. And they they kept doing it. You know, this is when, you know, during the... Um, I guess I, it was when I was watching NXT UK. Because Zach Gibson is so great that I was watching NXT UK all the time back in the day when I had time. And it just never really got explained. And I, you know, I figured it out. I'm like, oh. So that's kind of cool. But I feel like it requires you to think a little bit. And I'm not trying to insult any other wrestling fans, but You're part of the problem. We we, we should say be, it. Yeah, we should be told. <laughs> like kinda of, kinda of tell us what's happening there. Cause like James Drake will run over to the corner that while Zach Gibson gets whipped in. And then James R- Drake walks back to his corner and he's like holding his rib. I'm like eh. Eh. I don't love it. But if they explain it, then it makes sense. Yeah, it's like the only reason I wasn't too annoyed that Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa didn't advance was yeah. because of who got the win. And they're a real team now. Yeah. Granted, they uh, they were they had only formed. Uh, I think when when they were um for the tournament for the fir- to crown the first. NXT UK Tag Team Champions. And they end up winning it, if I remember correctly. Um, And I'm like, oh, cool. We got a great talker and a guy that doesn't talk. So it was perfect. But now it's like we need that other layer to James Drake, I feel. That's what, that's what James Drake is missing for me. I think maybe we just... Like, I know you watched... NXT UK, but maybe you never watched enough of it. That's that's which, it's that, just me too. Yeah, that, which that is could, kind of fair. That which could be I'm it. like, I'm 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 not I'm waiting to say stuff because I don't know for sure if that's true. You know what I mean? It's like mm. maybe we haven't seen it. Like yeah. there's a difference if we could do it or if we've seen it or not. Yeah, and like so- I've seen Apollo Cruz do flippy moves. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen these things, and I've seen that he's not great at talking. Right. So. And you know what was funny about Apollo Crews? Sorry to interrupt the reason I brought him up. I didn't want to lose this. Yeah. Like, you could tell they don't have much to say about somebody when, like, on the graphic, you know where they put interesting <laughs> Has been about in WWE <laughs> for five years or yes. whatever. It's like, <laughs> That's exactly wow. what I was referring to. What about moved, uh, moved from whatever country in Africa, I don't remember, when he was, like, five years old or two years old or whatever he was? How about that? Father started his own business uh after immigrating from Africa. That's true, but um, there's another thing. It's like, show me show me a man who's a son of a great man, you know? Show me yeah. a great man who's a son of a great man. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so <laughs> what, are, what are we doing here? What's he doing? <laughs> also, especially uh, Black History Month, maybe talk about his history more. A little bit. Something. A little bit? Something. Something more than has been in WWE for five years. If that is an accomplishment in and of itself, no. 
Can you imagine anybody but Big E just shitting on Apollo Crews like Big E did? No. Can you imagine like, what would happen? No. <laughs> Shitstorm. I, you know, I, I, um, I like the he way the right, storyline is playing out. <laughs> Because it's like they, that Biggie and Apollo Crews started as friends. They have this rivalry that is primarily, pretty much only about the IC title. And it's kind of evolving into, well, Biggie has beaten Apollo Crews twice for it, including the triple threat match, or is it three times? Maybe maybe three, I think. But either way, mm-hmm. you know, enough And time. Apollo feels like he's taking Biggie to the limit he feels like he deserves one more shot. And Big E is like, sure, you took me to the limit, but I still beat you. Who's next? Yeah. And, like, but the, and what's, what's, I'm sorry I cut you off, but like, that's okay. What's, why this works is because both are legitimate arguments. You know, you can, you can feel Apollo Cruz's frustration in that he really, truly believes that he, like he's come so close in the past that like he's he sees either the mistakes he's made or the holes in Biggie's game or both and knows that if he gets one more shot he'll win the IC title as long as there's no outside interference or a third person involved or whatever and Biggie is like I already proved it why would I have to prove it again you know how does it benefit me Basically, Biggie's like, listen, I'm on to the next one. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you want another shot, go talk to um, Sonya and Adam Pierce. See if they can get you a number one contender match. But, like, uh, I'm I'm over it. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> like, this is only going to lead to another Apollo Crews match. Mm-hmm. Is, and he's going to try to cheat or whatever. Well, it really looks like it's going to be triple threat. Hey, now. hi old Triple threat at EC? Between yeah. who? Like, oh, Apollo Crews, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Maybe on SmackDown they'll probably do it Friday. Or Fatal 4-Way. Didn't, um, am I misremembering? Am I talking about the wrong show? Did Sammy get, Sami Zayn get involved? No, Sami Zayn had a tag team match with Baron Corbin. Uh, to qualify for the Elimination Chamber match in the laziest uh, qualifying matches ever. <laughs> Listen, yeah. these guys... Actually, you know what? It's like a mixed thing for me. It's like, on one hand, it's like, you know who's going to be in it, so let's just get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. So that's fine, because it's like it took up less TV time and it got done one night. Right. So... I think Soldier Deville eventually is going to take over uh, SmackDown as the GM... Because, like, she was like, oh, I already did it, so I'm yeah. just letting you know. She's like, hey, Adam Pierce, what do you think of this idea? It's great. Oh, I think it's a great idea. Cool, cool, cool. It's a good thing that I already uh, made it happen then because it's happening. Look, it's happening. This they're, is happening. They're already on their way to the ring. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you like it because if you didn't, then uh, it would suck to be you. It's very important that you like this. <laughs> they're definitely, I mean, they're obviously doing something with that. So. Um, hey, at least they're doing something with that. Yeah. For two seconds, I thought maybe we'd be doing something different with Seth Rollins, and it's the same shit. Yeah, well, they're obviously going to take maybe some slightly different turn here because he does have his old music back. He does have his old music back, yes. Which I'm very happy about. I didn't care for the whole um, uh, Bailey number two music. 
Ah, yes. Yes. The, uh, the old SmackDown uh, savior or whatever. Yeah. They said the return of the architect. It's like, he's not, though. Like, they, oh, I think maybe they, like, they was honey dicking. I think they maybe. might have been honey dicking because they're like, oh, the return of the architect. And the music is like, you know, burn it down. It's like, oh, he's back. And it's like, oh, he's wearing a stupid pleather suit thing, which looks dumb. Yeah, I thought he was wearing Becky's clothes. Even the tie, dude. Even the tie. All of then the boots. Did you see the boots? They look like shoes. I don't know if they were boots or shoes, but they were like uh, low (laughs) and like tipped. They're like a pointy tip. Imagine that's his new wrestling outfit. You're just gonna wrestle in that. More power to you, man. Anyone that can wrestle in pleather, I mean, go for it. If you can't, if if you're not so restricted. That's true too. Freaking. So back to. Uh, this MSK versus Grizzly Young Veterans match. I hope the Grizzly Young Veterans win. Um, ring psychology, make it make sense. That should be a thing. That should be something that like is focused on at the performance center because like it's the the flippy shit that MSK does. It looks really cool, but like it should it should be something that makes sense. I I feel like. Part of what the performance center should do and should focus on more, I know, I think they were in the past, maybe not so much anymore, would be to get the indie habits out of them. Old habits die hard, especially when they're the ones that brought you to the dance in the first place. Yeah, so that should be the um, the jobs of the trainers and the producers of the match. So the producers back there are like, oh, we're going to do the spot. The producers are like, no, no, don't do that spot because it doesn't make sense. They don't want you doing it. They told me they don't want you doing it. So I got to tell you not to do it. So I should do it? Kind of unclear. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Should I do it? (laughs) I guess I'm not going to do it. Oh, just something else I wanted to mention before. That was why I came back to this also. Um, So I haven't seen all of NXT UK. I also haven't seen anything... Of James Drake before NXT UK. Hmm. So, like, any of his Evolve work... Not Evolve, uh, the... Progress. Anything he did in Progress or ICW or whatever promotion he was in before, I haven't seen it. So, if he is... If he has more character in those promotions, I haven't seen it. And maybe the British audience has. I mean, I imagine more of the British audience has seen his uh, British indie work than most of the U.S. audience, but uh, they should, I don't know, maybe they should release more of that footage. It might already be on the network and I haven't seen, I haven't looked, so that's my fault. But, if it's there, I guess I should go look. (laughs) Maybe you should. Maybe we should. I'm not doing that. Alright. Moving on, in the women... Tell me what to do. Huh? Uh, Ah. Well, you don't want to move on yet? I was trying to think. No, we can move on. I'll, it'll come up. Cool. So, for the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals, which, as I predicted, would be for a future shot at the women's tag titles, 
we have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, who I am picking to win, versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. That's actually... I'm with you on that one. Even though I would love for Shotzi to... Um you know, get, like, that big win. It's like, I don't think she needs it because she's successful as is. Right. And I think to make Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, like, this huge threat is the way to go. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the only thing that would sort of counter that would be the fact that we have heel women's tag champs at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so it might make more sense for Ember and Shotzi to win. I just feel like Raquel has kind of been getting a bit more of a push than the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Like, Ember and Shotzi is kind of a, hey, let's do this, okay, cool, kind of tag team. Uh, but uh, Dakota and Raquel were have been a force for a while. And we know Raquel is a good heavy for Dakota Kai. Yeah, Moon and um, Shotzi, even though, like, they do go together, it looks like they were thrown together. Like, mm -hmm. they made it so, like, their costumes and stuff, it kind of, I think it's kind of neat. Mm -hmm. So, that's pretty dope. Like, they did, like, their own little, like, it matches a little bit. Like, Ember's creepy new mask and whatnot, and the yeah. tank and the whole, like, it, it fits those two. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this match. I, I mean, it's no secret I am a big Shotzi Blackheart fan. Um, I like Dakota Kai. I like I like everyone in this match, but mainly Shotzi and Dakota are mm -hmm. my two favorites in this match. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna go with Dakota and Raquel just because I think they have a better push behind them. Unless they have Ember and Shotzi go over, and it causes some dissension between Dakota and Raquel, and Raquel realizes that she's been helping Dakota all along and doesn't need her. That could be the story they go with. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm 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 gonna change. I'm gonna go with Ember Moon and Shotzi. Whoa. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna stick with uh, the the yeah. deals. And next for the NXT Women's Championship, a triple threat: Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. Three women at the top of their game. I'm going to say leave it with Io Shirai. Mm -hmm. um, I'd rather her lose it in like a one-on-one -on -one match and get somebody over huge. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. But also, if they were to change it in this match, it protects her kind of the way it protected Rhea. Um, was it Rhea? Who, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Charlotte Flair? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was bullshit. She should have, she should have did the honors directly. Instead, it was EO beating Rhea Ripley. Well, I'm pretty sure we know whose call that was. Yeah. Look, I don't pal. want her to get pinned, damn it. Look, pal, you can't have her pinned in the minor leagues. What are we doing? Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait until there's a time when I have time to freaking write this article I want to write. Yeah. Minor leagues or not. <laughs> I don't know. Because they don't know. Hmm. If, yeah, well, if you don't know, then you shouldn't know. They, but you know what I mean. They should. Yeah, exactly. Should. 
They, but they don't know. They flip flop. It's constant flip flop. It's it's a flip flop on like a monthly basis. Double true. Anyway, uh, who am I picking? I think I gotta pick Tony Storm. Um, it was brought up on I don't know if it was social media or just on the dirt sheets that Io Shirai hasn't really been defending the title very much lately. She hasn't even really been on TV a whole lot. And I think like her kayfabe defense was, or if not if not kayfabe, was like uh, quality of title defenses over quantity. I get that she's a fantastic performer. Um, her in-ring work is very sound. She doesn't need any in-ring work at all. I don't think. Um, and I think NXT is doing it right by having her. Uh, do her promos and vignettes in Japanese and just have them subtitled. I don't mind it. I'm okay with it. I would rather that than um, have her potentially struggle with English and have it hurt her character. I feel like that's happened a lot in the past with, um, with wrestlers whose first language is not English. Mm-hmm. if they don't have a mouthpiece. So I think this is a really good idea, and I really think they should do that with every non-native English speaker that has trouble going forward. Like Santos Escobar, he, I, I'm, I'm positive his first language is Spanish, but his English is so good, he doesn't need it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway. um, The promos for Tony Storm... And the uh, this heel run, I think they're ready to give it to her. So I'm going with Tony. Tony time! And then for the NXT Championship, which Edge apparently is going to be watching. He even teased on social media that he's eyeballing Walter, too. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's he can't he's he can't handle all that. No. No he'll kill him. He'll wish he was at home. Kill him he'll with s- chops. He'll slap him so hard he'll blow up his house. <laughs> it, no it, one's it, home. Everyone's safe. Yeah, the thing it, it was a total troll. Someone commented on social media because like the Edge posted um like some fan art of like a hand and it was kind of like manipulating strings. And from each string was one of the titles. It was uh, the Raw, the SmackDown, and the NXT Championship. Yeah. And it was a great piece of art. It's on his Instagram, I believe, if anyone wants to check it out. It was really cool. And um, the fan, the uh, first commenter said, um, it's, it's obvious which title you're going for, so like, stop stop messing around. And Edge's like, yeah, it, it's really clear I'm, go- I'm going for Walter. No. Just no. Dude, what's fault for that? What kind of mark do you take me for? I know, right? I mean, would it be really cool? Yeah. But they're not doing that yet. Not even close. Like they they're still they're still throwing in vanilla NXT matches on Mania. They're not gonna bring the NXT UK title to Mania yet. Just just be a man and do the right thing. The the longest reigning, most fightingest, toughest champion is right out there in the UK. 
but Edge is afraid of Kaylee Ray. Is he all can't I'm saying. Face Kaylee Ray. He doesn't get a because shot at a women's scared. title because he's scared. I'm sure he is scared. He probably saw that freaking. They're hiding match behind all these Niven. excuses. This like, oh, it's a different gender. Uh, what is this? <laughs> Come on, man. It's 2021. I'll call you out, Edge. She'll take you down. She will cheese grate your face. Oof. The pink cheese punk. grater. You little punk. Pink Both is punk. That opportunist. Mm-hmm. So opportunist. So hold on a second. So this elimination chamber that Roman Reigns got himself out of. Mm-hmm. The winner gets a match with him that night, or is it at Fast Lane? That night. Okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever wins it, mm-hmm. like as soon as that thing comes up, it's gonna be like when Edge cashed in on John Cena, but like the opposite. <laughs> Roman's just gonna walk in there, just kill him. <laughs> yep. And I hope it's that cockroach Kevin Owens, and we don't ever <laughs> have to see him again. You re- like, do you really think that would be the end of it? No, because Kevin Owens apparently is stealing Matt Hardy's gimmick. Because mm. Ke- I think Michael Cole said that Kevin Owens just won't die. Mm. <laughs> Something like that. Well, listen, Matt Hardy has to away. has to figure out for sure which gimmick he's doing now. He's I think doing he's a big money, Matt. Right? He now. seems pretty settled on that, but like he was going back and forth for quite a bit. I'm pretty sure Hangman is an idiot. Like you don't sign anything when you're drinking. Oh, I know Hangman. This gimmick is bad for Hangman. It is. Like, why is it that they keep trying to put him with people? Unless that's the thing. And legally, can't he not sign when he's drunk? Like, if he decides, if he says, wait, I, like, I wouldn't have signed that if I were sober. Like, legally, can't, won't, won't that back him out of it? I'm not sure. It depends on how law works in the AEW universe. Like, yeah. I think in the real world, you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Especially but, with a fucking cameraman. Yeah, that's why, like, um... They do, like, business dinners. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't sign anything there, but they, like, you know, butter you up, try to get you, you know, mm-hmm. say all the right things so you get the business. Yeah, they, you and know, then they, you sign. they tell you the benefits. They don't tell you the drawbacks. They, you know, they let they let your legal team figure that out. We're a bunch of cool guys. You like us, right? Look at mm-hmm. this. We, I'm eating a porterhouse steak with you that I mm-hmm. paid for. Isn't that amazing? Have this white wine. It's very good. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know what they drink. I don't know who is, or if anyone isn't really in charge of AEW Creative, but I feel like they gotta. I think Cody Rhodes is. Uh, I think the Young Bucks are. Uh, I think Kenny Omega is. You think I'm just I... naming members of the Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> any any wrestler with the EVP title. Here's the swerve. It's Don Callis. The Invisible Hand. The whole time. The whole time, it's always been him. Just gotta watch for whatever's in that Invisible Hand. Listen, as long as he washes it first, I don't really care. <laughs> Wash your hands. You know, that that could have gone both ways. That's the that's the way I was thinking, but after I said it, I'm like, oh, he, it could be a knife in the back, in the hand. As long as it's a that's clean it. knife, I guess, you don't want to get infection. Yeah. You know, just, just miss the major organs and such. Indeed. So enough about attempted murder or whatever. But what's what's what what's uh what's up, man? The last match. This should be the main event. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the main event. The NXT, NXT title. title match. Yes, Finn Balor defending against Pete Dune. 
it's Finn, it has to be Finn Balor, right? Yeah, I don't see it going to Pete. Which is unfortunate. But it's like, well, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're doing. I first I thought like, oh, Balor's just the placeholder for Cross. But I guess it could still happen. But it's like they want him to move up. And it's like, but now he's feuding with Escobar because he may have said a thing that was close to what Cross says. And it's like, okay. I think what happened was after Cross went out with injury, they probably weren't sure how quickly he'd come back. So they started writing other things for Finn to do. And I mean, for anyone... It didn't hurt. Huh? It didn't hurt that Finn Balor was doing... Everything that Finn Balor was doing worked. Yeah. To, so, so it's not like it's it's like a bad thing. It's like it's not like uh, Cross destroyed how they're going to book things. Yeah. But, I mean, it's obviously plans that are like, all right, well, we got to put this on hold now. We're not certain how long he'll be out, so we, we need something to do. And for anyone that has followed UK wrestling in general, as I understand it, this is a huge match because it's never happened. And Finn Balor is huge, a huge name from the UK. And Pete Dunne has... I mean, I was sold on Pete Dunne in the uh, NXT UK tournament. I said, this dude is the future. I was surprised they didn't give it to him. But uh, he won it eventually off of uh, Tyler Bate. The world's tallest midget. Yes. <laughs> um, so, a lot of people looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a very good match that Finn Balor is going to win. Probably despite some attempted interference or distractions by Oni and Danny Birch, who are just not on the card for some reason. <laughs> I guess because they have the. They don't want to have a tag team match eclipse the Dusty Cup finals. Because, like, that'd be like a tag team title match, which is a big deal. It also yeah. looks like NXT is like usually just two hours. Like, what are you gonna fit it? It's true. Like for for any, for all these matches to get the time that NXT always devotes to them, five matches, two of them tag matches, a third would be a lot. Yeah, you're not always gonna get what you want. You can't put every like. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be no women, SmackDown Women's title anything at Elimination Chamber. Hmm. I think Asuka's wrestling um, Lacey Evans. Is that on a Raw or Elimination Chamber? I don't remember, but she's got a match. Hmm. I don't remember either. One I'm of us so will probably shocked. look it up. I'm shocked by this. Hmm. So this, I'm curious where this whole Reginald thing is going. He obviously seems go. to have a thing for Sasha. They're gonna put them together. She's gonna, he's gonna like get, he's gonna, it's gonna be like, oh, she's, you know, whatever. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but she's gonna turn heel. Sasha Banks can't stay face forever. She really can't. <laughs> she's getting there. I don't trust that bitch. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. And I don't mean it in a derogatory way. So I think we talk about it every week. It's going to be uh, Bianca versus Sasha, you think, right? I think it is. I just don't see anything 
happening besides that. Like, it doesn't make sense for her to wrestle Asuka or Lacey Evans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then it makes sense for Edge to choose the Raw champion and go after what will presumably Drew McIntyre. It's hard, man, because I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know if they're going to do it like they have something planned or it's like they went to Edge. What would you like to do? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just, like, it's rough. I don't know. Because who, if not Edge versus Roman, what are you going to do? Roman versus Daniel Bryan? That plan? You know, like, is he going to win the Elimination Chamber and somehow get himself another title match, like an actual one? Because he's definitely not winning at Elimination Chamber. You don't think uh, Adam Pearce will give Kevin Owens one more shot at Mania? Oh, he better not. Kevin Owens has been talking since last year about jumping off the pirate ship. I know, but he could do that against anybody. Why does... Like, how many ways... Okay, Roman Reigns beat him in a last-man-standing match. Mm-hmm. He beat him in a regular match. Like, what are we doing? Like, nothing short of a steel cage has these two been in a match together. Like, I used to think a last-man-standing match was the end of a feud. Didn't they do steel cage? there I was. On SmackDown? With the they, handcuffs? Yeah, yeah. They okay. did everything. But they did a last-man-standing, which should be the end. Right? It should be the end. Yeah, and then we got that deer in highlights ref. Deer in headlights. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, first of all, it's a last man standing match. There's no rules. It's right. not like he broke a rule. He just used what's there. And then the other ref stops this. counting. Well, it's not his fault he's scared of the tribal chief. He could stand he was... further back while he's handcuffed and continue counting. You don't think you think let me let me tell you something. Have did you watch have you been watching SmackDown? Yes. Pierce is an official. Like, I'm pretty sure storyline, if Roman Reigns wanted that referee fired, he would be fired. And now's not a good time to be fired now, is it? Nope. Like, you gotta work within the rules of the game, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, what, what why did he stop counting? I'm like, well, that wasn't the plan. Heyman took too long with the cuffs. And you got to do what the storyline says. Sorry. Mm. Like, it's not great. It's not a good excuse, but it's all I got. Like, Roman Reigns, in so many words, tells us, listen, I'm the boss here. Like, y'all just here. This mm-hmm. the Rome, it's the island of relevancy, and I'm the chief. <sighs> so, if not Edge... Who would Roman face? It's not going to be Cesaro. No. <laughs> i tell you that. <laughs> Don't give me hope and just take it away. I'm not even going to invest myself in that. Just doesn't seem possible. I wonder if... Did we... We didn't have Roman Maybe versus Goldberg, Edge. did we? No, we never did. Hmm. I, I don't think there's a point to that. Well, you know I don't want to see Goldberg wrestling in any capacity 
at all anymore from now until infinity. But I think that it's going to be a fallback for Vince. Like, hey, Bill. Yeah, but how are you? you, No one's going to like it. Huh? No one's going to like it. Like, Drew McIntyre just jobbed him out just now, Mm -hmm. five minutes ago, and now you want to give him the the main event at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns? It wouldn't make sense. I mean, just. I mean, Roman's argument would be that exact same thing, that what has he done to earn it? I don't know. I don't like it, but I think that's the most likely scenario at the moment. Mm. I also I also keep seeing reports that the main events aren't even penciled in yet. So all of this is subject to change. Not even subject, It's not even subject. It's just not written yet, which is Rick Perez saying nothing with all the words. Shut up. This remains to be seen. Blah blah blah. <laughs> That's you. That's you. <laughs> I'm saying that reports are saying that. Nothing is penciled in yet. They're also saying nothing because it's the truth. True. We all know that. Like, everything's subject to change. It's Vince McMahon. He doesn't even remember the thing he wanted to do. And it's going right. to change. <laughs> right. Maybe he should sleep more. That would help. He needs at least seven mm-hmm. hours. I got about seven last night. Seven and a half, maybe. It's good. No, you're supposed to, or else you'll die. Loud-ass radiator woke me up. Spitting all over the place. It's good to have an alarm clock. I guess. So, I guess... Wait, did we pick... Yeah, we both picked Finn, right? Yeah, man. I'm not cool, silly. cool, 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 cool. So, do you know who has the top four selling items on WWShop.com at the moment? Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, and Bad Bunny. Yes. <laughs> Is that crazy? No. I guess... Well, it's crazy to us because we're uncool, but I'm sure... Like I said, it's like one of those things... Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said it last week where it's like, we're out of touch, kind of. It's like maybe he's just... You know, he's famous. Like, you know, people like his music, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good crossover. I mean, I don't remember another time when like they had like some... Uh, more an outsider of wrestling superstar come in and they actually release a bunch of merch for him. I don't know if they were aware that it was going to be like this because if they because like Damian Priest is the one they paired with him and he's going to get an insane amount of exposure because of it. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know if they knew that. You know, me thinking Vince is like he doesn't He's not gonna. If he knew that that would be like a big push for somebody, I don't know if he'd let Damian Priest get that. Because that's how he is. But then again, you know, the guy checks all the boxes, so maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I get the feeling the opposite. I get the feeling that this is kind of what specifically what Vince wanted because from what, from things I've seen online, like they're not doing well consistently in the Latin American market. So pair- I always thought that's what SmackDown was for. <laughs> you know, they always like initially, remember? yes, back when it was on like network TV. Mm-hmm. But now they're thinking it's on Fox, though, isn't that network TV? Yes, true. 
But like it, it, it move, it's moved back and forth. I know. But um, like to to specifically have representation for them on like a larger scale, you know, pairing someone with Bad Bunny and the fact that Daniel Priest is Puerto Rican, speaks Spanish. More people are going to more. Latin American people, more Spanish-speaking people, are going to be more interested in him. They're going to be more invested in him. So this is so I feel like that was part of Vince's intent to uh, try to regain or grow the Latin American audience. Yeah, Monday Night Raw is about to get spicy. <laughs> And what's great for Damian Priest is, like, he doesn't even have a, a Hispanic accent to me. No, he just sounds like a guy that lives in freaking Washington Heights. Yeah. So, I don't know what people from Washington Heights sound like. I actually know one person that lives there, and he doesn't sound like that, but... Well, he's not a man. Yeah. Damian Priest is a man. A real like, he man. Doesn't, he doesn't look like his voice would be as deep as it is. You know? Not, to me, he does. He just seems like this dude that's, like, cool. Like, a cool dude. Definitely seems like, like you cool see dude. him, you're like, wow, this guy's really cool. Mm. He doesn't have a fucking stamp collection. I'll tell you that right now. I think the um, that segment with Edge, the handshake, I think that was a little, at least partially impromptu. Because, like, he said he didn't even have... He couldn't even formulate the words thank you to say to him mm. on screen, on air. So, that's cool. And, like, in an interview, like, he seemed, like, very, very humble about it. Considering he's, like, 38. Yeah. And, like, just getting that Undertaker, John Cena kind of rub. So... That's cool. Yeah, but wasn't the Undertaker John Cena thing was after John Cena had a match or something or like did something? Was that af right after the Kurt Angle thing? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, the same but night. what did Damian Priest do on that level? You know what I'm saying? He didn't step to Kurt Angle, one of the greatest wrestlers alive. Yeah, but it was it was still it was still an on screen rub given by a yeah, veteran. So I get it, but for what? You know what I'm saying? Like John Cena, no one like okay, it's di it's not the same thing because this guy is a former North American champion on NXT, mm -hmm. and we know Edge watches NXT, mm -hmm. but like in WWE, he really didn't do anything but be friends with Bad Bunny and maybe hit the Miz or something, or maybe oh he had that match with uh, what's his name Garza. Maybe it was after that. Might have been. But it's like so what. Unless he was just he, I guess because he watched the NXT stuff. But like for somebody who doesn't watch NXT, they're like, I don't get it. What's going on? Well, you got to figure two dudes just shaking hands. Well, so factor. I in think that was more for like the deep thinking marks like us. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Exactly. It's like that thing. Yeah. But it's like you know. Yeah. Factor that and factor in the fact that Vince obviously makes a call on every segment. So Vince wanted that to happen. He wanted Damian Priest to get that rub. He's getting. Um, the hey, you're our, you're gonna be our Latin American market guy, rub. That's not racist. Uh, this is how <laughs> it's demographics. Like, why why don't people get all upset 
about, uh, you know, oh, I don't want to be lumped in with every 18 to 49-year-old. Right? I don't. I don't want to be lumped in with every 18 to 49 Like, like if you're if you're going to get upset about being part of one demographic, be, be upset about being part of any demographic you're considered part of. I, I am ashamed of being a part of the human demographic at this point. Seriously. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Think about it. Like, really? <laughs> like, we did all this cool stuff, but we have all this cool stuff, and look what they do. Mm-hmm. I, I could bring up a topic right now, but it's not necessarily related to wrestling, so I won't. After the podcast, because like, oh no, it, it's I usually have to cut stuff like that. It's the same thing that we that we've talked about the past couple of days. The Twitter pronoun bullshit. Uh, oh yeah, that stuff. It's like, if if I'm gonna say this in case this stays in, if it ah, uh, if you know someone what? that doesn't personally mm-hmm. know you were to look at you, mm-hmm. and you feel you truly feel that they need help figuring out your pronoun. Put your pronoun on Twitter. Sure. If it's obvious that you're a dude with a beard and you want to be called him, he, him, if it's obvious like that, you don't need to put it. You should do it if it's just different from what you actually want. Right. If it's if it's if if it doesn't match your appearance. Like I'd have to do she her. Right, but you because I look like Superman. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like I think ev- everyone that listens to the podcast knows I support the LGBTQ plus community. You know, I have friends of all of it. Did you just? I have a black friend, but no. to LGBTQ, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I'm supportive of it. I get it, but. If you're, if if it's obvious, I feel like you don't have to say it. It goes without saying. We, we, you know, I think people just want. I don't know. It's a weird time. It is. And I think I, I have faith that as as a, a species, we'll, excuse me, we'll move along. Move Speak, along. Speaking yeah. of moving along. That's what I'm saying. We're, 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 done, we're done with Damian Priest. I'm Captain Priest. Segway. <laughs> we're done with Damian Priest. We're done talking about Roman versus Kevin Owens, 14. Just something for the fans. I want you to Google ricochet with hair and then never sleep again. <laughs> All right. That is an image. <laughs> like, he's had long hair. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I know. He looks like a guy. You look at him, it's like, you should shave your head. This doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, so... like worse than you. Yeah, it's like it's I mean, probably because like we've perpetually seen him without hair and then it's it's just such a drastic difference. He's a weird guy with hair. I wonder if he ever thought about being more aerodynamic without the hair. Or, you know, someone's like, yeah, this looks stupid. Shave your head. That too. Or I could have been like, I want to try something new, and it kind of just stuck. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like Vince doesn't use him because like Vince is like, you should grow your hair out, and he's like, nah, I don't want to grow my hair out, and you know what that is when Vince, you say no to him, it's like, all right, I guess I'll see you on main event or something. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You're, you're main main event eventing catering this week. All right. Yeah. It, 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 just be Lana, man. She mm. does whatever, you know, and that's it. She doesn't complain or nothing, yeah. and that's why she gets to do things. Bully Ray really put her over this week on his podcast. You read that? Yeah, that's what that's that's what made me think about it. Because mm-hmm. like I never really thought of it that way, but I'm like, yeah, she's really putting up with a lot. It looks like they were just trying to make her like quit or something. Yeah, that's what that's what it seemed like the first. But then again, we know that they haven't exactly had long term plans in place for a while. Yeah. Well, I don't really have long-term plans in place for anything. You know, I think about it sometimes. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, most so years, fluid. most non-pandemic years, like the WrestleMania card is 80% done or more by Survivor Series. Yeah, I guess you don't have to worry too much when you can just generate whatever reaction you want. So Yeah. That's going to be jarring. Like coming, like, because it looks like Right now, I don't know about the rest, but like with New York City, they're starting to open up venues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like obviously less capacity, but like you know, that's a sign that we're gonna get crowds back soon. And like I wonder, like if it's gonna be like what the new reaction's gonna be. Like we're being fed like booze and whatever for whatever thing is happening. And it's like, is that gonna get the same reaction like actual people there as opposed to the audio or Kevin Dunn telling people to cheer on their freaking Thunderdome or whatever. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those situations where everyone there, regardless of whether they're a smart or a family or whatever, that they're, after this whole lockdown thing, they're going to be so happy to actually be at an event that A, they're probably going to cheer everything, but B, once that little bit wears off, they're going to fall into the, he's a bad guy, I'm going to boo him. He's a good guy, I'm going to cheer him. You're super excited about two coming back, aren't you? That's what it is. That's what I think. Two. No. <laughs> no. You want one no. fall. No. 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 Yeah. No. And I I'm hated excited for you. When I was watching NXT UK, I hated that he would leave that space for them to do that. <laughs> this match is scheduled for a one fall. <laughs> with a 20 minute time limit. Why would you leave the space? Because he knows they're going to do it. Don't let them. Control them. Look at this guy. Control them. You're the one with the mic. You're the one in control. I like, am. You're So that's essentially being so egotistical that as an announcer, that's feeling like the crowd is popping for you. They're not. They're popping for the thing you say because it's the script. It's not your catchphrase. It's the wrestling business's catchphrase. Like, let's get ready to rumble. Who says that? Bruce Buffer and Michael Buffer? Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer has... No, Michael Buffer. Michael Does Buffer has They both that... do it. No. They're brothers, aren't they? They are half-brothers or step-brothers. I don't remember exactly which. Michael Buffer has that copyrighted. Oh. Okay. I don't know if it was before or after the movie, but he got it copyrighted because that makes him money. Mm. That's his voice, him doing it. Now, I didn't want to get into I didn't want to get too lost in that, but 
People say it with him. That's his thing. Right? Yeah, but it's like the whole it's the it's the it's the whole crowd thing. Like you're just there and it's like something you do together. It's like a sense of community. It's like y'all are together, like you guys, like the wrestling fans, it's something you do together, I think, is what's kinda cool about it. Yeah, but I, I, I just I just feel like, like I hate it. I even do it when I'm there. I know? don't. I hate it. Because you're a contrarian. A little bit. You and your damn Android phones and shit. You don't want to use, you know, things that are good, like Apple products. You hate everything that's Apple. Listen, keep buying Apple. I got stock. Go for it. Keep keep doing it. Everyone keep doing it. But for me, I like Android better. I don't like the Apple operating system. I hear um, you. I don't I, – and I, I never like the fact of the claim that they're, like, hack-proof because making that claim, like, hackers are going to – they're going to try – and they did. And they won. I'd say it's a little less. It's like it's not as prone to attacks. Because I've had Android. And mm. let me tell you, you know, like. <laughs> I I mean, I've, you know, I've had Android for years. And I have Norton. And I have Norton on my phone. And I'm I good. should have to have Norton on my phone. It should be safe. But that's it what is. Norton's for. I do have a VPN if I want. There you go. Anyway, I don't like the two. I don't like the one fall. Beyond the two, I don't like sweet. And I don't like whoop whoop. Yeah, that's cool. That's far, far, far too much. Real quick, I got to talk to somebody. So everybody, that's not Rusev. Please hmm. lower. Do you, do you mean Miro? Rusev, he will always be Rusev to me. <laughs> and I don't care. So... Uh, a week before we didn't even talk about the wedding thing because it's like not a big deal because obviously it's it's, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. But like it, it, on more than one occasion, Rusev mentioned that he's done this before, like the wedding thing. Mm-hmm. Like something's funny, you do it once and you do it right. You don't have to keep reminding people that you've done it before. Mm-hmm. Like, like I've said, I've done this before. It's like, yes, I know. You said that. We know. Like, don't... I don't know. It's like, take my wife, please. Hmm. I just felt like, dude, we got it. You didn't have to do it again. So, like, it was just... It's just, like, one of those, like, timing things. It's like, you get it. You got it. You got it in there. Everybody got the laugh out of it. And then you did it again. It's like, we, you said it already. We didn't forget. Counterpoint. Every sure. e- every episode could be someone's first. Rich, the same segment. I'm not talking about like a oh, different he, day. He said it twice in one segment. Yeah, like I, more than once. I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like multiple weeks. No, because that's an asshole thing to say. Like he, <laughs> like you could say something different times, but like it's it's, it's I'm talking like a like in a bit. You know what I'm saying? I missed that. I must have been. It's like crying. not letting go of Updog. You know, it's like, you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Then let it go. Yeah. So Yeah, you have a habit of doing that sometimes. I, and I'm not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Despite you being much better at not cursing on this podcast than I am. Everybody can listen now. Everybody come back. Welcome back. <laughs> and Rusev, I appreciate you. I'm just saying, like, I got it. We got Machka. it. Machka. 
apparently Rich didn't even catch it, so it made my whole argument moot. Didn't matter. Sorry. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, maybe I... No, I'm pretty sure I just didn't notice it at all. But then again, maybe I did and don't remember. Also, it was a week ago. Not just last, like, Wednesday, but the Wednesday before, because we didn't even talk about it, which is shocking. Right. Because I think, I think of all the wrestling wedding crap I've seen, that's, she probably had the best wedding dress, mm. not dress. Yeah. Because it's not a dress. Gotta it's like agree. a bathing suit. Almost. Yeah. It's like a almost bathing suit lingerie. All right, listen. This podcast is rated R for realness. What about... Um, I, I thought it was great that they had... Uh, the Father, sinister minister. Yep, Father Jim Mitchell come in. Yeah, like, JR is trying to, like, let people know, like, it's something sinister here, and it's like... And then Excalibur like, with, I think he's a minister. Yeah, it's like, what are you fucking guys? Yeah. These fucking guys. <laughs> I guess it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's all nitpicky stuff, but like overall, I guess it was fine. Unholy matrimony. Yeah, we get it. Mm. We get it. Yeah, it was so evil. It's like every line had a pun or some kind of insider terminology. Well, if you gotta go, if you gotta be cheesy, you should just go full cheese. Mm. You go all in. Just do it. And you know that that could have been an opportunity for. Um, some impact involvement also, but obviously that wasn't the storyline. But they could have because he was yeah. involved with the decay. And Rosemary. Yeah, I think it's more like they don't care. Like mm-hmm. the only impact stuff they're gonna worry about is what they're doing now, with mm-hmm. the whole bullet cl- bullet club thing yeah. and all that. What did you think of that? Did they explain like why Lance Archer is teaming up with John Moxley to fight these guys? Like, no. I know Boxley said that Archer tried to kill him, but, like, is is it, like, a, 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 a Archer? Is it, I'm sorry, uh, what's the guy's name? It's, like, Tommaso Ciampa and, um... Timothy Thatcher? Thatcher thing? They didn't explain it. It's, like, I, I'm, tr- I'm only asking, because, like, I, I don't know if I missed, like, a thing where, like, um... Maybe it was like on Archer dark. Archer has beef with them or something. Maybe it was on dark and they haven't explained it. Maybe it was on BTE and they didn't explain it. Um, they dropped that Archer face turn turn in like NBD, like no big deal. Yeah, because like they were doing like, like he almost murdered Jake the Snake Roberts or something. Like maybe then, maybe it happened while he was when with the feud with uh, Kingston and his crew. Maybe, but yeah, because Archer, yeah, he wrestled Kingston, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe it was then. It's unfair because we're not. I don't know. But there should have been some sort of clarification that no, it's not just two heels fighting anymore. Now this guy's a face. Like, give us some sort of promo or something to solidify that fact. True. Like, just explain it. Yeah. Or maybe we should stop being Mark bitches and asking for explanations for everything. There's also that. Maybe. I brought back the swears just to make you feel better about yourself. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. It's a bad habit. I'm just too comfortable. It's it's hard. So I'm just, you know, talking to my bro. It's hard to do. It's Mm -hmm. really hard to, you know, 
filter. Like I, I dropped some earlier. It's like like it was nothing. But um, so yeah. As far as oh, that's another thing. This is probably you don't remember, but. Lacey Evans, her timing in her match against Charlotte was way off. Yeah. Like, okay, good. Then you weren't just stuck in Supercard. Like, that. it was so weird. Like, we know wrestling is like a work and stuff, but, like, you can tell when the thing's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Charlotte's, like, just carrying her along. And, like, after that, I'm like, wait, this, you get, she's going to get a title shot against Asuka? Like what no <laughs> she's not ready i don't know maybe it was just that match that she was just off like we all have like you know when we're off a little bit but yeah i mean com- like so no Lacey, bueno yeah Lacey's good but comparatively like you almost can't compare it to like someone like charlotte or bailey or becky or whatever but comparatively to the like the rest of most of the better talent on the main Brooke- roster She's didn't a little have, green. Sorry, even Data Brooke didn't really have bad timing like that. Yeah. Like, I never really... Uh, okay, honestly, I didn't really notice any of that when I see her. Mm-hmm. When she actually does wrestle. But yeah. it was, like, blatant in that Charlotte thing. It could be, like, anybody in the ring with Charlotte seems like they're not good. But it's, like, it's not just that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that. Let me see. That was Raw? Yeah. Okay. All right. Charlotte Flair is a Monday Night Raw superstar. Lacey Evans, Monday Night Raw. Okay. Thank you. I want to see if I wrote anything about it. Lana and Naya. Well, you can't catch everything. Mm-hmm. Like the promo... Maybe, like, a little bit of Rick also. Like, the promo wasn't even Rick Ric Flair, well, I guess, I guess to me it's like, because it's like, I guess if you had to compare it, but, like, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a decent promo. It's like he did, you know, it was actually, like, decent. Mm-hmm. But, I, I don't know. I, I, I felt like it was a little, um, a little too off the cuff unscripted mm. like he it kind of felt like he was he felt like he was going off track at times and like snapped back so it felt a little disconnected well it's hard to do when you're an older man who's had probably been hit in the head a few times quite a few wait are we, are we talk about it in the ring or by his multiple wives it's the same thing right sure like it doesn't change the severity of it Right. Although you, you would think that the wives are probably wa- working more snug. Yeah, I was gonna say they than, probably swing the pan harder. <laughs> they're not using work punches, mm. or work or, slaps, or whatever, or a gimmicked chair, whatever that is. I'm I'm just shocked that like never in the history of like anything there hasn't been like a wrestler like arrested for like a domestic dispute, like chopping his wife's titty and like her fucking <laughs> implant explodes or something. <laughs> Like woo, oh, <laughs> that we've heard of, that we know of. Because <laughs> keep in mind, a lot of Rick's marriages were pre-social media. That's true. It also it's like it's North, wherever he's from is like he's North royalty. Carolina. It's like, listen, guys, let's just 
domestic disturbance at the flare house. So mm -hmm. listen, let's just let's not even worry about it right here. Yeah, it was before TMZ and all that. It's before like celebrity mugshots was a website or whatever. Look, it was. allegedly, this is this is a comedy podcast. You know, I don't right. know. This isn't news. <laughs> We're just guessing, grasping at straws, making yep. a joke. Shut up about it. <laughs> don't put this in your blog. Well, maybe if you do it, it goes viral. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. That reminds me. I don't know why. I think that reminds me because I like thing of a wrestler failed marriage as I thought of the king briefly. And then I saw recently, you know, thinking of the king made me think of this. Um, Brian Christopher was in Impact. I No, it was in, he was in TNA way back in the super early days or whatever. And like he went to grab a chair from the crowd. Mm -hmm. And this this guy in the crowd was like fighting him for the chair. He wouldn't let go of the chair. And, like he he's like really pulling him, and he's he's at the point where if he pulls any harder, he's going to be pulling the the fan out of the um, fan area into the friggin' like onto the ramp. And so security came in and pry, had to pry the guy's hands off the chair. I don't know why that made me think of that. I, well, I explained that already, actually. But it was, <laughs> yeah. it was very, it was like, it was just really, like, awkward to watch. It's like, why are you fighting the wrestler for the chair? Like, it's okay if it's your chair. I kind of get it. But Mine. there are other chairs. And wouldn't you want to feel like you're part of the show by letting them use your chair? I want that chair. That's my chair. It's special. Uh, maybe it is, Sheldon. <laughs> maybe it is. Listen, I don't even know what this reference is. I know. You hate that show. That's the Big Bang Theory. Don't don't reference garbage with me, buddy. It's not garbage. I like the show. <laughs> okay. It's, it's obviously all right. We're not going to hold opinion. that against that. Against, nah. Yeah, thank you. A lot of other people watched it. It was a very successful show. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Anyway, so our Impact correspondent, Mark Williams of Pro Wrestling Magic. You you made this announcement three weeks ago. I yes. just want you to say that. Yes, I know. He <laughs> he his, he has been sending me his um, Impact reports. There was nothing to report on last week, so I didn't mention it all last week. Um, reading what he wrote this week, and not much. It was... He says, during the Good Brothers vs. James Storm and Chris Saban match, Private Party come out to scout. They break up a pin attempt by Saban to end the match in a DQ, angering both teams. Later, Scott Demore adds Private Party to the tag team title match. So it looks like that's going to be a triple threat. Good Brothers vs. Uh, Storm and Saban versus Private Party. Even though Private Party were already the number one contenders. As far as I know. Nice. So, alright. Cool, 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 cool. Not major, it seems. No, uh, no Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Mm -hmm. Sammy finally left the uh, the uh, inner circle, jerk. Huge. He no longer wishes to be the pivot man. He is out. That's big. That's that is on social media. Vicky he needs Guerrero. some time away. Yeah, on social media, Vicky Guerrero offered her services. Rich, this is a family-friendly podcast. Managerial. Oh, okay. No, this is not a family-friendly podcast. This is something <laughs> I wanted to say. We try. We try. 
and but, uh, but I okay. think he should just be on his own because she doesn't look like she's helping Nia Rose, Nyla Rose much. Nia Rose, wow. Doesn't seem like she's helping Nyla Rose much. Well, Nyla Rose is just not really doing anything on TV for whatever reason. Maybe I mean, the she's her manager. Why can't she get her matches? That, you know, that is a great point. Um, so I don't know what's going on. Like maybe Vicky Guerrero was saving her for this uh, tournament. It could be argued. It can be. Um, I think she was even saying that um, Nyla Rose wasn't having matches leading up to her title match against Sheeta, so that you know she'd be re- uh, rested and everything. Yeah, but also there's the same thing. There's like ring rust. True. So uh, it's it's kind of a it's a fine line, I guess. Also, it's just plot points. True that. Although there could be just things we don't know. So. Correct. So got it. But once you got something that you wanted to bring up, I just don't remember anything else of note. And I apologize if I missed anything. I'll probably like I don't know. I like that's all I could think of. Like we addressed the wedding stuff from the week before and we talked about, you know, I guess what's his name doesn't have to be the young boy anymore because he ruined the wedding or whatever. It's like, well, his get out of that. Well, the um, the contract was only for two weeks, so oh, it, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so his young boy status expired the day after the wedding. Hmm. Okay. Um. Let me do a quick run through here. Did you see the music video that was made with Nia Jax? By the way, that I should have mentioned before. The Naomi one. Yeah. That I sent you? You sent that? To, okay, yeah. There's there's a couple of them. But yeah, 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 that. Okay, just making sure. It's essentially the same thing. Yes, yes, yes. That There's that one, and then the other one that I sent you with the, the that song. Mm-hmm. With the, the um, it's Nia Jax and her thing, and it was uh, Bubba Ray with his balls. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and the whole song thing. I'm on they, top of this. Ah, uh, you put those two together. Exactly. Balls in a hole. All right. Well, if you don't know where to find us, you can find us, of course, on Twitter, at Basement Bookers, at Basement Jair, at Rich the Riz. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so, BasementBookers at gmail.com, or on Instagram, where Jerry will post every now and then, Basement Bookers Pod. We, of course, have a Facebook page. You know it's called the Basin Bookers. Hit that follow button. Uh, and as far as where to find this podcast, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, just Google it. We'll come up wherever you would listen to podcasts. I'm sure you'll be able to find us. And Jerry's got one party message that I hope won't have an echo. The Batch of Life is scheduled for one fall. You always leave that for There's place. always one guy. There's, There's always, always one guy. One guy. And it's always you. That's right. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Follow the bookers. Yeah, right, guy. <laughs> what a guy. Great. <laughs>